Mr. Waller, I've offered this man a lot of money to do this, okay? Because it's worth it to me. However, I don't care if I end up penniless. I don't care if I have to spend my life savings. I will see to it that you end up in the hospital for one week, Mr. Waller. Do you understand me? <laughs> I need me a Japanese. Ah! <laughs> I love it! I love it! I'm gonna be people from everywhere! I need me a Japanese! I don't have to defend the title of me! I'm here, and I'm going to be here until I feel like I want to leave. And if you don't like me being here, train to be a professional wrestler, get in this ring, and I'll beat you like I own you. Hello there, folks. Welcome to Talking Tourneys, where we break down the entire history of tournaments and professional wrestling. I'm going to say that's maybe not the goal of the show, but it's going to be the end, end game here, in my view. I'm one of your hosts, Sam DiMaggio, and... With me, as always, Dan Rice. Dan, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm excited for the Halloween edition of the show. Should be good. Yeah, I haven't really borked this from the jump here. We recorded for about 15 minutes before I realized my audio just simply not involved whatsoever in the process. So we might not seem the most energized immediately <laughs> off the bat. Uh, bear with us. Bear with us. I'm sure it's going to be fine, though. I promise you that. So, Trip, this is going to be an episode on Rilita de la Morte, Torneo. Wow, that was just some of the worst pronunciation you're ever going to see this side of the Mississippi. Talking the Triple Mania 30 tournament that happens across Triple A Monterey. Uh, AAA, Triple Mania Monterey, Triple Mania 30 Mexico City, Triple Mania 30 Tijuana. I'm now on both recording said Mexico City and Tijuana out of chronological order. Don't know why my brain is possessing that information that way. But we're doing this because, Dan, you brought this to me. And can you kind of break down why you were interested in this tournament for Talking Tourneys? Well, it just seemed uh, perfect for the Halloween edition. I mean, mask, blood, and uh, way way more topical and timely than the stuff we've done so far. I think uh, I'm already watching it anyway, so might as well talk about it. Yeah, this is something I have not watched at all. I have done a very bad job of keeping up with Lucia this year particularly. Part of that is because Lucia Black's YouTube channel getting nuked, essentially. Like, when I was actually interested in wrestling, period. There's Once pandemic happens... My interest in wrestling shuts down for a period, and I'm like, okay, I could not possibly care about modern stuff. But now that you've kind of broached this gap and had me dive into which blogs Google Drive, I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't going to be so hard to at least tap into a little bit. He doesn't have maybe everything like he used to, but you get you get most of it, frankly. So I'm excited to do that dive. Yeah, you brought this to us because it's modern. You are watching it for Halloween. Lots of masks, lots of blood. It works. It's good. It's a good pairing. So let's break down the lineup real quick. The lineup is Ultimo Dragon, I Park, Milano Four, Blue Demon Junior, Rayo De, hey, uh, De Listigo Junior, Psycho Clown, and Canuck. That is going to be an average age of 50-plus. It's a real old man lineup, by and large, but also just, like, 
still like great grumpy old men in here with some uh with maybe one of the more polished up brawlers of our modern times in Psycho Clown, Pentagon Jr., who is Mr. Turn On, Turn Off. Um, I Hey, I just realized I did not put Pentagon Jr. on the list. Pentagon Jr. is also in this tournament, obviously. <laughs> um, so there, there we go. That's the lineup of eight. Dan, what are your thoughts immediately on this kind of lineup we got going on here? I think it's probably eight of the bigger mask guys that AAA could have got. I mean, it's a good lineup. Um, Ultimo Dragon and uh, L.A. Park, who's the original La Parca, uh, two of the guys that got me in the Lucha. And, you know, L.A. Park's still one of my favorites. And, you know, Psycho Clown's one of my favorite going today. And some guys that predate me and Kinect and Jalisco. But it's a, it's a good lineup, for sure. Yeah, definitely some big names here. For sure, for sure, for sure. Let's get started, then. The whole first round takes place over the course of Triple Mania 30 Monterey. On April 30th of 2022. As we mentioned at the end of the last episode where we discussed King of the Ring 1993. If you haven't listened, go back and listen to that great episode. But because this tournament happens across multiple shows, we're not going to be going over the non-tournament action across these shows. Just because we don't want to be here all, all day. Maybe there's also going to be a different energy of this podcast because this is the first podcast. We're recording in that day, which is exciting. But yeah, we're not going to go across the entire non-tournament matches during this episode. So go somewhere else for that. Stay here for the tournament. Breakdown and action. First match, Ultimo Dragon versus Pentagon Jr. Dan, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, I thought it was a spectacle, and it's it's almost like what you expect this match to be it is. Like, if you are... If you are big fans of both those guys, you are going to love this. Um, it's probably exactly what you want. Maybe not a fan of Pentagon when he's in his brawling, actually bringing it mode. But if you like when he does his poses and is charismatic, you'll like this. And Ultimate Dragon does his flashy kicks. Uh, I was actually kind of dreading it a little, and it, was, it ended up being better than that. It was, it, was, it was perfectly fine. It's like nine minutes long. And the fans definitely loved it. I mean, it's two big stars, and they loved it. Yeah, I felt like... A good WrestleCon Super Show match. That's that good, yeah. Just two wrestlers that have charisma that don't maybe need to bust out all of the stuff to get a reaction, but also maybe like not the most exciting of matchups, but still good. Uh, I did, I felt this was kind of an okay match, but I was also coming in pretty much dreading it, so. It, was, it beat my expectations by a good margin, which is always a positive, and definitely not kind of behind on this match. Like this is this is worth watching. It's fun. I don't think they outstay their welcome. Like you kind of discussed, nine minutes. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot to say on this one, just because it feels sort of like paint by numbers. But in the end, Ultimo Dragon takes it, and he's going to not move on. I may not have broken down at the beginning here, but for the related De La Morte Torneo, the whole concept is if you lose, you advance in the tournament. The final loser of the tournament, of the final match, has to unmask. So these every match is pretty much you not having to <laughs> remove your mask, or if you lose, getting one step closer to having to do so. So 
that's kind of the whole concept here. But is there anything else you want to kind of talk about for Dragon versus Pentagon Jr.? No, I think we pretty much covered it. Um, the guy that you would think moves on, moves on. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's a good opener. It gets you gets you used to the concept and gets you ready for more. Yeah. A match that comes up next. Very different. Polar yes. opposite. LA Park versus Law 4. This match kicks ass. It is just a bloody brawl between two dudes with no knees going to town, punching each other's lights out. I'm a huge fan. Dan, what are your thoughts? I thought it was great. Uh, Volano 4 comes out, and he just knows he's going to bring it. Like, he is, like, soaking up the crowd. He's, like, he's like he's ready for it. Like, you know he's going to bring it. And then L.A. Park comes out, and every time he makes his entrance, he's just the fucking man. Like, I know wrestling subjective. Everyone can have their own taste. I don't understand how you can not like L.A. Park. He comes out. It looks awesome. They just start beating the crap each other on the ramp. There's masks being ripped. There's blood. It's it's great. Yeah, I think Park is one of the funniest, uh, important masks out there because in any sizable matchup he has, that mask is almost going to be completely torn off his face. And you're seeing the whole kit and caboodle under that thing. In this case here, just like completely torn off. Allows just throwing these stubby punches. They are not big winding ones. The things you see from the rafters. They are ones like just little pistons that pop you in the jaw. It's awesome. I love it. There is some... It, there, there isn't a lot of maybe nuance to this like you like watching guys punch each other in the face you like old men kind of doing a barroom brawl punch each other in the face style and yeah here we go you got something here the finish sort of also works for me because in lucha kind of doing your fancy spectacle submission there is always sort of like okay it's the thing that does more unlike with a aerial a flying wrestler in like the modern landscape, we're like, does doing this extra flip really add damage? In Lucha, that type of added flair to a submission, yes, you have to buy in that that does do the extra damage you that you think it does. And he's going for his a, a, a fancier edition of a submission, but Park just traps him down, gets the pin, one, two, three, commentary loses it. Just a great kind of finish here as Park had his moments. He definitely was doing his own business, but it was Volano kind of taking most of this match in my view. So that's my thoughts. Uh, Dan, do you have anything to add there? Uh, no, I, I agree with most, most, most of what you're saying. Um, it's funny because a lot of what I like about R- Lucha is the smaller arena, the, like the griminess, like they each have their own personality. And, but this is in a gigantic stadium, but it, in, that works too. It's so great to see like a walk and brawl through this great stadium where they are just bleeding on each other and just uh, headbutting each other and punches. And then, like you said, uh, Volano's are like these little jabs. And then even, even when every time Park goes down, uh, Volano makes sure to give him as many kicks as he can every single time. Like it just seems like a real fight. But then, like you said, like for, for Volano, it goes to his head or he wants to be too flashy and he, he lets him up at two to, to try to submit him and, when Park gets the win, it it was just great. Yeah, I think it's it's real good. 
the they're at a point in this match where it seemed like they might end up losing the crowd a little bit just because there's like a dual low blow sort of sequence that occurs but they absolutely get it back they're throwing punches from their knees that's the kind of shit i love so yeah that's great we're gonna move on though to our next match as Vlana Four again, he's gonna move on the tournament because he is the big old loser here. Blue Demon Jr. versus Rayo de Isco Jr. So kind of the backdrop to this one is and correct me if I'm wrong, because I thought this is kind of what they had said 30 years ago. Blue Demon Senior wrestled Rayo de Lesko Sr. in a mask versus mask match. Um where right, right, let's go. One, I believe. Uh, I have to go back to watch it. So apologies for not having that off the top of the dome. I thought I wrote that down, but all in all, that was supposed to be kind of what gave this match more weight. It is. It's. It's not a hot one here, in my view. Rayo is kind of. It's not very good. That is a one match sampler. Never seen him before. But my thoughts were, you know what? I don't think he's very good at this professional wrestling thing. Dan, what are your thoughts? I think maybe you're being a little harsh because what Rayo does have is he looks really cool. <laughs> and I think that's probably at least a 33% of wrestling. Man, I thought he looked like a little, little, little bag of potatoes here. Just what? To, yeah. Whoa. I'm so sorry. I'm so I thought, sorry. I thought him and Demon looked really cool facing off. Uh, I really like... Uh, Blue Demon is like shopping for weapons. And I mean, Blue Demon is a guy who I never really enjoyed. And then was it three years ago? He had that match with Wagner that is like an all timer. Uh, And now he's just like a guy that kills people with hammers. Um, But his two weapons are a hammer and a cookie sheet, which seem (laughs) polar ends of the spectrum there. Like a hammer would terrify me. I don't know that cookie sheets really scaring me. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. I mean, there's, you know, it's fun chain work. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It felt like, yeah, it felt like maybe Rayo couldn't really move, which is probably. I have no idea how old he is. Couldn't tell you if he's 30 or 75. Could be anywhere in between. Truly. Just from the way he was moving, I'm going to assume he's really old. There is one cool spot that I kind of wanted to call out is that Demon sort of ties Rayo up on the outside into the post and then just starts ramming his head into the post. It looks fucking brutal. It's the coolest spot of the match, but we know what it works. Uh, see, I spot. I like may sound stupid, but it stuck in my mind. I can picture it perfectly. They're doing the walking and the punching. And then, uh, Rayo Delisco is walking away and blue demon just taps him on the shoulder. <laughs> So he turns around and gets punched in the face. And that's always good. Yes, that's you want that. You want that um, for sure. And then I, while liking Lucha, I'm not as well versed in the history. So the finish, you know, I, I kind of understand what's going on, but it seems like maybe it'd be a bigger deal if you were more vested in the history, like seeing cars coming down for distraction. But yeah, it, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a barn burner. No, also Blue Demon Jr. hitting the most in the rough face low blow you'll you'll see was well that that was another weird thing is the ref was not having the hammer he like dives in front of him and grabs the hammer 
but the chain was fine. Like chain's you, fine. You could choke a man with the chain. Low blows, all good. Man. That spot though, mm, absolutely not. But yeah, you have the. I think Tiankara says kids, family. Yeah, I think grandsons, kids and nephew, nephews. Yeah, it might be a mix of. I think it is sons and nephews. Uh. I forget their names. They were really great in CMLL when I saw them. Uh, I don't know. If N- N- NGD, but I, I don't want to. Are they still good? Do you know? Uh, I think they're okay. The thing with tri- AAA is none of it's usually very good. See, that's the issue here. Because in CMLL, like, they, no one, the promotion doesn't care about any of it. But if the wrestlers care about the matches... You can usually get enough good stuff because there's nothing in getting in the way necessarily in the same way at the especially when you're not towards the main event and they really just you're there to just fill up space. Um, I'll be curious to find out if they're actually any good in AAA in that setting. All I know like is the, the match they have on the last Triple Mania isn't good. Amazing, but I love that. But it's Perfect. fine. Perfect. It's like a it's like a three way six man tag. So like that's that's stupid. All I know is in here that interference they have zero impact on Rayo go from him winning the match. They just do absolutely nothing, and he just like you know what, shrug it off. I'm gonna keep moving forward. Well, it made Blue Demon seem stronger because, yeah, he instantly neutralizes the, all three of those men, which is one chop apiece. Yes, yeah. And then Blue Demon Jr. is down the entire time this post-match segment is happening with Rayo getting beat up after the match. Yeah. Um, Blue Demon Jr. losing by loaded guitar. There you go. That's the, that's where I'm. Wait, I've missed. I missed discussing one match, um, Connect versus Psycho Claw. Yeah. Um, apologies, my order here gets a little messy. Oh, I don't know what to say about this one. It's Connect, not very good. Now, like, Connect is for sure like seventy years old. Okay. Also, not very good. Are we? Are we how do we feel about Connect as? I, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know if he was good when he was forty, but he's not good when he's seventy. Okay, that's fair. There. Um, this one really felt like Psycho Clown wrestling himself. Yes, yeah, he really got honestly taken to the woodshed here, which is unfortunate because it feels like the the shoe was on the other foot, and Connect just had to look slightly dazed, which seems to be just a mode of operation for. <laughs> That was like 10 minutes of this match. Great. That works. Cyclone is compelling in that way. Kinek doesn't seem enthralled. Doesn't seem like he's. Well, he's, yeah, it's like Cyclone is like one of the more hyped, you know, hyper, you know, energetic wrestlers in the world. And then Kinek is asleep for part of this, I'm pretty sure. He slips in a quick nap in the middle of this match. I'm, I'm positive. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Uh, Cyclone Clown like kills himself with a dive on the guardrail, which was cool. Yes, yes, that rules. Again, not doesn't involve connect in the least. It's hmm, is very interesting match. 
Uh, well, interesting is the word, right word. It's just, it's something. It's something. I would say don't skip it because it feels it's important to see how much effort Psycho Clown is willing to put in for a match. Period. Um, but man, this match is, I would consider this a deeply unserious match at the end of the day. Um, let me kind of read off my end of match sort of fucking notes here. Dr. Wagner Jr. friends come out when Kinect is in control. Kinect looks like a fucking idiot. Just standing there as he makes his way to the ring. LOL. Sego taps Wagner's shoulders and gets beaten with a bat. So Kinect wins. Yeah, that covers it. That fucking... <laughs> These things I mean, this is what I said where, like, I don't know if I said it this time or when we first recorded, but, like, the first round seems so obvious because, like, just knowing those guys don't wrestle and how old they were, it's like, well, I know Kinect is gonna win. Yeah, he can't I know, continue. You know, Rayo Delistico is gonna win. Like these guys cannot have more matches. This is over. It's done. Yeah. Some would argue they can't have these matches. <laughs> they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. Yeah. There had to be better options. You uh, honestly, you just trade out Connect, Rayo. You can keep Altimo. I'd say if you want to swap them, swap them and just put in the Cars kids. This tournament improves. First round, at least, dramatically. Um, I mean, but it's cool to be like, connect like he slammed Andre the Giant. Yeah, sure. And like he also is like in a 2022 uh, mass tournament for some reason. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, post-match again these are things that i just i don't have any sense of the world of triple a but a sound i don't think that helps <laughs> no yeah that's my understanding is that for triple a yeah. you know what it's a, sh- a show-to-show basis things change minds change angles change but i uh andre from AEW, formerly nxt formerly la Sombra. Um, so, uh, take Psycho's mask off. Him and Wagner then have just, like, a nice combo. Just like, hey, how's it going? Um, but that's kind of our end of... I, I can't remember if this was the main event of the actual show. No, it was the... The main event was the Young Bucks versus uh, Phoenix and Vikingo. Amazing. Perfect. Good. Because that would have blue chunks as your main event. If that's the, like, oh man. If I'm that's going how to... you walk home from the show, that would be insane. One, you're already kind of lying to yourself when you say, yeah, I'm going to Triple Mania. You're not really going to the real Triple Mania. Um, you got to go to Mexico City to say you've gone to the real Triple Mania, I think. But anyway, but to say you went to Triple Mania and then your main event was Connect versus Psycho Clown, no one's going to believe you. No one's going to feel like, oh yeah, you got the, you got a good one there. Um, but moving on. June 18th, Triple Mania 30 in Tijuana. First one up, Pentagon Jr. versus Blue Demon Jr. I am not super high on this one. Whoa. I want it to be. I want there to be more blood. I want there to be a bit more violence on the bones here. And maybe a question if Blue Jamin Jr. has lost his brawling fastball. 
Dan, where are you at? See, I like it. I think it gets a little cute in the end at parts, but I like it. I mean, they, they do the thing. If you start your match by fighting on the ramp, you get extra points. Um, well, man, you must love this tournament. Involved. Um, yeah, I do. I was to say, like, ripping six of the matches do that. On, ripping mask, fighting on the on the ramp. They're just, like, little cheat codes that work with me. Um, I don't know. I like the big spot. I mean, it's the obvious spot, but, like, Pentagon steals the hammer and then misses and hits the hammer on the post. And uh, I mean, I'm not trying to say it was, you know, match of the year contender, but I, I thought it was good. Uh, it's, it's, it's a cute, stupid spot, but tying Pentagon's mask to the ropes at least logically helps with how long it takes him to set up a table. Yes, that's, that's like, fair. That's true. Like Blue Demon knows this is going to take me a long time. So he ties his mask to the uh, ropes and then goes back and kicks him repeatedly if he tries to undo it, which like, I don't know, that's much better to me than like, a guy slumped in the corner for literally three minutes watching someone, you know, organize a spot. Yeah. I would say it's a good solution to a bad problem. Yeah. So and then the finish was pretty obvious. You, everyone, you know, you've seen it a million times, a hammer into a Canadian destroyer. Everyone's seen it. Like, yeah. if you haven't seen Kinda. it, you haven't lived. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't, I do dread this match. I honestly, I'm, I'm glad you are higher on it than I am, since I know there was definitely some excitement over this one, uh, over some reviews I kind of looked at beforehand. Someone gave it four and a half stars, though, which I calmed down. Oof. That's maybe going a little too... Well, he also gets... I, what What do you rate the next two matches if you rate this four and a half? I, I don't know. He also rates the Young Bucks, Young Bucks Phoenix versus Vikingo match as five stars. Um... I don't remember who this person was, so I cannot make fun of them on this podcast that 100 people will listen to. But let it be known, if you did that, I'm mocking you from here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think this is a bad match whatsoever. I think it's just I was kind of hoping for a little bit more more juice here as I was hoping that Pentagon Jr. is about to go on a real run, a real hot one. But I think it's just... It's an all right match. It's an all right match. Um, can you explain to me the wooden contraptions that are used in a lot of these matches? Just the, the they're not flat boards. They're hmm. pre-constructed wooden things. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. The thing I don't question, I guess. I I, I just went with it. Like if it was wood, if it was plywood, I would get it. Yeah. Like, okay, you just went to the hardware store. Doors. Again, a dumb thing, but at least I understand you went to the hardware store. These boards that have clearly been painted have additional wood attached to them. There's more craft here. But for why? Couldn't tell you. Next match. Other semifinals. Also, again, Pennington Jr. moves on to our finals because he's a big old loser. Next match. Psycho Clown versus Final Four. Dan, what did you think about this one? I like this one a lot. Um, it starts, and Psycho Clown does a big entrance. And something I just want to note is they bring some children dressed as clowns, which is great because it's like he knows he's about to be in a bloody, violent brawl, and he thinks, get the kids. Yeah. And like game. right right Can as you fair. have that thought, they start, they start fighting. Uh, Solano uh, 
just like starts bouncing Cyclone's head off the mat and ripping his mask. And that's pattern in this tournament. And I'm it's okay. Like every match is gonna rip, they're gonna rip Joseph's mask, and that's a good thing. Uh there's wooden chair shots, beer bottle shots. Like this is just I think this is what you want. Um Volano takes a, a bump off the top rope at one point, which I don't know if his doctor would clear. But it's awesome. Um, there's like a brief period where they like are trying to like trading submissions that doesn't lead anywhere, and then they like get up from it and they just punch each other in the face some more, which I appreciate. I don't know. What did you think? I think it whips ass. Yeah, it rules. There is so much to love about this match. You have your pretty standard lucha bleeding, mass ripping, whatnot, but the way. Volano is opening Psycho's mask up and biting into his skull is great. The visual of Volano's mask being torn open and it being really still hard to tell where the mask is ripped open just because the color of his head, of his bloody, bald-ass head, blends in to some degree with the mask. So it's like, okay, where is exactly that that line coming in? The beer bottle spots. If you crack a beer bottle open and you stab someone in the head in the wrestling match, I think that rules. I love it happening to Psycho, and then he decides to do it back, but he does it with a full beer beer (laughs) beer bottle. So he cracks in and goes spraying everywhere before he starts stabbing him with it. Amazing. That works. It is a violent match. There are moments where there's breakdowns in their brawling where it does not feel like, okay, these are not New Japan Pro Wrestlers, Extreme New Forums in the middle of the ring, or even like old WWF wrestlers like doing their big punches back and forth. No, this is two dudes throwing bungalows at the same goddamn time and just ramming each other's fists into their mouths and hoping that the other one kind of goes down and psycho is does a number of times where it's like trying to bring Vlad off his feet while he's punching him into the ropes and it's just gorgeous i think this match is it rocks it's a just a, a pretty violent spectacle psycho now is i have not seen a lot of psycho this year but he does now a couple of Hot little numbers here between this and the Gringo Loco match from earlier in the year. That's the match I was going to ask you about, right? If you saw that. So he is looking good. I think that is obviously a more kind of spot heavy, spectacular matchup, the Gringo Loco match. I think it works because it's also in GCW of all places with sort of the wrestler that never main events, who is just sort of the consummate pro in scrambles and trios matches getting his shot to be a singles maybe not star but for one night being the the main event attraction but this match it just rocks it's it's cool the finish sucks butt but everything else about this match rocks well one i'm really glad you like it because it would mean that i don't know what you like in wrestling at all and <laughs> If you didn't like this, I forced you to watch a tournament that you just were not a fan of. Uh, but the finish, I almost like it because it's like first round, 
Villano cost himself the match. This round, the ref kind of cost him the match. You know, I, I kind of like that in-tournament storytelling there. I just thought the the execution was very silly. Where Villano punches Psycho into the ref, who then just holds on to Psycho Clown while he's on his back, turtled up. Villano goes for an elbow, hits the ref, dumps Psycho Clown into some thumbtacks, but the referee's out, so can't win it. Villano tries waking the ref up, but Psycho just immediately pops up. Area crashed into the thumbtacks for the win. It's just the sequence of the weird ref holding bit, Psycho immediately popping up. I'm like, man, we're really, we're really close here to something real special. It feels like, oh man, we went, maybe we added a few more steps than we needed to to make Milano cost himself. Yeah, like I said, I like the idea of it definitely more than the execution. It doesn't doesn't work when it, in you know in actuality, but I like the idea of you know him costing himself and then. You could say he cost himself the match here again, or the ref cost him. Yeah. But yeah, I love this. Uh, well, that's it. That's Psycho Clown. He's done. Magellano 4 also, moves on. Since you didn't know the main event of the first fake Triple Mania, do you know the main event of this one? I, you tell me. Dragon Lee and Delistico versus Matt Hardy and Johnny Hardy, who is, you know, Johnny Nitro. Amazing. Amazing. Of course. Like, what, what else would it be? I still... Man. I can't believe I didn't go up to Johnny Nitro. Johnny Lucha. Johnny Mercury. Whatever. When he was at an after party for the Creator Clash, a YouTube boxer event, to say, hey, how you doing? Um, we're moving on to the main event of the whole Can't Caboodle, the end of this tournament. At Triple Mania 30, Mexico City. Atlanta 4 versus Pentagon Jr. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably not going to be as high on this as you. Oh, my gosh. I think this is a good match. Still don't, I still don't think Pentagon Jr. is a great wrestler. He tries here. It definitely does not reach the made heights of the other two Volano 4 matches for me. I'm curious where you kind of come in on this. So, oh. Yeah, I think you're wrong. Um, okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think this is the best Pentagon looks in the whole tournament, obviously. Um, and it's just a, it's just what I want from a mass match. Like, you know, Volano comes out. He's got his, his last living brother, um, his son, various other people. And then Pentagon has this big, elaborate dance entrance. And you know what still happens? Because it has to happen every match. They just start on the ramp. <laughs> Penta gets backdropped on the ramp on the apron. Like that's that's what I want. Uh I thought that Volana Five and Arez did a good job of seconds. Uh it was bloody and violent, and I just I don't know. I need more like, beer bottles. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I just I didn't like I think this match is how how long is this? I mean it's probably over twenty minutes. Yeah. And, and I mean, it, but not more than 30. No. And it was, so. but to me, it was a breed. It was just like, it was just violent the whole time. There was nothing stupid, nothing cute. It was just violence the whole time. What, what are your issues with it? What are your issues with Pentagon? I just don't think he brings much in the way of like 
real violence of making me feel like he's putting his opponent in any danger. Okay, he's really giving him the business. Um, where Psycho Clown, every punch he was throwing in that last match, I was like, oh, yep, he's trying to break a tooth. He's trying to scarf that down Valana's throat. Um, and Pentagon looks like he's trying to give an impression of that, but it never really resonates with me. Um, again, this is a good match. I'm not, I do not hate this match. I just am not in the match of the year candidate level hype that this is getting from. Folks. If there, if I had some nitpicks with Pentagon, it's like, I the material of the shirt. you're saying there's little things like there's a, there's a part where they're slapping each other and Pentagon is going to win the exchange, but he wins it by, by starting to forearm him instead of punching him. It just felt like this is, I don't know. This is like an obvious, you should punch him in the face right now. What do you think Pentagon Jr. like uses for material for his top? Because Valon was trying so damn hard to rip that thing, and it just refused to tear. And even Pentagon trying to rip it from himself because he's like, "Oh shit, this man's struggling. Let me help him out." He's like, "Ah oh, fuck, I can't do it either." Uh, eventually, just he just takes it off like the t-shirt. But what do you think we got there? We got some some space age technology. Military grade? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I couldn't tell you what it's made from. <laughs> yeah, I was I was in awe. That's what really drew me in. I was like, man, what are we doing here? Um, I this is not the same story at all. I own a Pentagon Sierra Miedo ball cap from I would say seven years ago. Amazing. I don't know. And I can't get rid of it. Like I don't ever have a memory of packing it, but I have moved four times in that time period and is everywhere I moved to. It just ends up in a closet somewhere. Like someone is packing it and unpacking it for me. But I just keep finding it in my life. I go, oh, I'm never going to wear this. They know you're a big Pentagon Jr. fan. Yeah. I mean, I, I will admit, I was. Seven I years was. ago? Biggest. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, but I mean, he smartly realized that he didn't have to do the stuff he was doing then. That he could just say Sierra Miedo a lot. <laughs> and and it made just as much money. Response. Yeah. I can't blame him personally, but it's just, it's not for me. Not quite the same. Not quite the same. Is there any other thoughts you kind of want to bring here? No, um, you're a big fan of this match. I'm kind of curious, like, if there's anything else that really works for you here that really draws I mean, you in, especially during it for a mass match here. The, uh, the, the false finish where Pentagon thinks he submitted them and he didn't. So we celebrating. It's rammed into the post. Like I know the Volano Four is going to lose this match. I I thought that was the finish. Um. Yeah, I mean, and then just the like I don't know. Like I said, like with Lucha more than any other genre of of wrestling. Like to me, it's so visual, and this match just has so many cool visuals. Like it just that that picture at the end with P- Pentagon holding Volano's mask. Like I'm going to remember that forever. Like. Uh, like I, on our Desert Island comp episode, which kind of started this whole thing, uh, I said I had to put a mass match on there because it's just sometimes I need, you know, blood and people crying to get their mask taken off. Like that's just it's almost the peak of pro wrestling to me. I get that. I get it. it's pretty good, pretty pretty good. Um, okay. Then now, I will say I'm not as high on it. I've seen five thrown around a lot on the internet and. I don't think it's that. I think it's very, 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 very good. Maybe even great. Okay. It's 
probably not the best match I've seen all year, but it's great. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I have no qualms with anyone that wants to say this match is great in their match of the year candidate list of sorts. Um, if someone told me this was their number one, I would be like, I don't know about that one, sir, lady, person, folk. What are we doing? I might, honestly, I might like the GCW match better. I know that's, I don't know if that's crazy. Like, that's one of the ones that sticks out for me. I know I don't know if that counts as a lucha match, but like, I'm trying to think of like the best lucha matches I've seen this year. I would count it. I would count it. All right. So that's it. Is there anything else you want to kind of bring up for Fallout 4 versus Pentagon Jr. before we kind of get into our end run here? No, I think we need to name the what the match and the performer match of the tournament. Match and wrestler of the tournament. Let's start off with the match. Dan, what's yours? I, I think we're going to disagree here. I'm going to say it's the it's the main. Okay. Fallout 4 versus Pentagon. We are going to disagree because my match tournament is Psycho Clown versus Fallout 4. Oh, you man. can't beat multiple beer bottle shots and multiple stabbings with said beer bottle. It's and that's hard. even with the finish that you had a lot of issues with. Yes, even with the finish. That was yeah. like, oh, you know, that's a dookie finish. Everything as much else, as we're saying we're disagreeing, I, star ratings are so weird. It's all it's all weird, but I mean, it's it's a quarter or half star difference for me. Like they're right next to each other. They're in the same stratosphere. Yeah, yeah I get that. I get that. I was I was close to saying admittedly. A park versus Flower Four, but they pulled the trigger on that one. The Psycho Clown one, the, just the way they really went at each other at times, drew me in to such a degree that I couldn't, I couldn't not say that's the one for me. But you're the main. I figured that'd be the case. You felt like it just gave you that capstone that you were needing here, plus the added big mask match feel. Yeah, I think maybe we're gonna agree on performer. Volano 4? Volano 4. You gotta yeah. give it to him. I don't think there was really anyone that... I, I never teased anyone else in my brain. Yeah, you know, sometimes I like to try to be contrarian when I think we're gonna agree, but I don't even know who you would pick because it's like, Volano 4 knew he was losing his mask and strapped on his working boots and gave it all in all three matches. Yeah. This, everyone this else felt like they him. had a handicap on the first round. Too. So, like, even if Clown went all the way, he would have had the connect match. Where he tried yeah. hard, but that would be hard to beat. Pentagon Jr. has the ultimate match. Fun match. Man, you really gotta be, though, world-class all the way through the rest of the tournament to take this one below four, who I think has three really good to great matches. So, there you go. Those are our wrestler of the tournament, our match of the tournaments. Dan... What are we rating this one? Now, this this is a tough one because you have the high highs and the low lows. I think I'm going... I hate it because I like the Volano, all three Volano matches so much. But I, I think I'm going to go three. I'm also going three. Because I just... There's no world where I watch any match from this that didn't involve Volano 4 ever again. That's true. But luckily... That's a good upon the tournament right there. Yeah, that's three. It's three out of seven. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like if those to me, if those matches aren't so good, that this would be harder to recommend. The fact that okay, you're getting three good, good great matches right off the bat. 
Dragon versus Pentagon. That's fun. Even the like stuff I thought was kind of not very good, but whatever. Let's connect Psycho Clown and Demon Junior versus Let's Go Junior. Those matches did not offend me in any way. And they were just, they weren't boring necessarily. So I guess it's a big thing. They didn't make me go, oh, I'm bored to tears here. I'm wasting time in this goddamn tournament. So that's a huge win. So three for me, three for you. CZW's tournament of death three, still the reigning champion. It's going to be tough to beat. It's going to be tough to beat. It's going to be tough to beat. The next contender, essentially, I know we're not pitting, they're not pitching us as fighting for that top spot. And in my head, I'm just like, who's going to beat it? Next contender. It's, it's so crazy because, the, and like when I rate stuff now, I go, I'll be like, oh, like maybe it's a 3.5. And I go, but it's, it's just not as good as Tournament of Death 2. <laughs> <laughs> Is it better than Tournament of Death 3 ban- banned my ass? Uh, um, oh, three, yeah, three, not two. It's like the none of the Muda scale. It's the ban my ass scale. Like, it's, yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? It affects everything else. I, I'm sorry, we started out with an all timer like that, but we didn't did. realize it at the time. And we ran into it. Let's see if the next one is gonna hold a candle. We might have to reconfigure this one because I'm still not sure if we have all the footage we need for this. But it is New Japan Pro Wrestling's 2000 and. 11 with a co-promotion of JPW for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Intercontinental Title Tournament. Takes place during their U.S. tour that year in conjunction with Jersey All Pro Wrestling. Dan, are you ready for that? I'm ready for it emotionally. Have I watched any of it? Absolutely not. Absolutely uh, not. <laughs> We're about to but find I'm out. excited for it. It's, it seems it's so weird. Um, you know, you got Yano and Okada and Naito. And then, of course, you got Josh Daniels and Dan Moff. You know, just the usuals. <laughs> you know, the, the, the typical players uh, in yeah. your New Japan professional wrestling. So I'm excited. It's going to be great. Dan, do you have any plugs before you wrap up? Um, I do it a lot. And it sounds like it's like just like, I don't know, kissing Sam's ass. I don't know. But listen to whatever's on We Don't Know Pro Wrestling. Uh, podcast feed because normally we record on Thursdays and uh, Q&T come out on Thursdays a lot and I find today I didn't have to listen to someone do a better podcast than us before <laughs> recording is <laughs> a totally different thing I'm like yeah I'm the, this is the best pro wrestling podcast I've heard today us talking that's not always true <laughs> uh, so that's a good plug for us too we're good uh, yeah, we're good yeah. it's a fun that's all I got. and yeah as always you know reach out to me or my sister if you want to buy a house in the Ohio Kentucky West Virginia tri-state area yeah. I'm going to say it every time because if I get one sale, you know, that's that's huge. That's huge. That's, that's huge right there. I'll probably actually end up having an OSAM like a finder's fee or something. But yeah, there'll be more if you make a if anyone makes any sale off this podcast, that's more money than most podcasts make in a year. <laughs> it's immediately. True. So got to keep doing it. You can follow me at concrete1992. You can follow the We Don't Know Wrestling Podcast Network feed at WDKWPN on Twitter, like Dan said, go listen to QNT R on the feed. And if you haven't listened to the other episodes, and your first, somehow your first episode of Talk Attorneys, go back and listen. Go back and listen to Dan's episode of the Desert Island Comp series that kind of kicks this off all off, like he said. So there we go. That's Talking Attorneys. That is. 
the Triple Mania Mass Tournament from 2022.